right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Basement Podcast. And this week is going to be a little different because this one's going to be an only NFL episode. And along with that, we have a special guest with us today, Josh. Hello, hello. And Tommy, as always. Yeah, I'm back, of course. So get get straight into it. Biggest news of... Yeah, getting back into business. The biggest news this week coming from your football team, Unc, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak yeah. Prescott finally signs his long-term extension. And, yeah, what, what do you think of it, Unc? Dak is back. All I have to say. I mean, frankly, uh, sometimes, though, I think about it and I'm like, this is a little bit too much for the contract. But some, I, I really don't care. They got the deal done. That's all that matters. Uh, that mm-hmm. Dak's going to be the quarterback of the future. It's done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. That's how I see it. It's like, yeah. I really think that if the Cowboys really want to save money, they should have signed him a couple years ago, right? Whenever contract it was last year, right? When contract negotiations first started. That way, every time a new quarterback got signed, Dak's price didn't go up. You know, so I feel like that could have been better, but. Hey, deal's done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think, Josh? Uh, I think Uncle, what, what he said was right. Uh, he, they should have tried to sign him before Mahomes got his new contract, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be like as much because then he wanted to be like right under him. So they could have saved some money that mm-hmm. way. But they got uh, nothing else much finally. to it. Uh, it's yeah. like Dak, Dak got paid a hefty amount, man. Oh, I can't believe he got 126 million guaranteed. It's like, honestly, I think that's a little bit too much guaranteed because now he's like Dak. Dak has his money now. He could just do nothing for the his four years, yeah. but he better yeah. not. That, yeah. Dak's a good I, guy. I like Dak. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't that, that. I don't think that's the case. He'll 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 try his best for the four years. The only thing that we kind of talked about this last night, just when we were talking casually about it, but. The one like downside to this is you you, you keep talking about how he's uh, like above his um like his recovery time for the the leg injury and the only thing yeah. I could really say that's a concern is if I'm pretty sure Jack brought it up last night if if after all this he isn't the same after the injury and it really was a mm. not a career ender but a career difference Effector. maker for him yeah, yeah. I, I really don't think that's the case because with this kind of injury being this far ahead of schedule and he's like already back out on a football field ready to go I don't think it's going to be I don't think that's the case mm-hmm. I think Dak's going to be ready to go he's going to be firing on all cylinders and he's going to be hungry to win so yeah, I think that's the main thing. They got to win there in these next four years, at least at least an NFC's title. I think that's that's the minimum there. Not the even the bare minimum. The bear, I'd say the bare minimum is to finally take us to a conference championship game. That's the bare minimum for me because mm-hmm. it's been almost 30 years since that's happened. But um, I, I also one of my big, bigger pet peeves about the contract is that it was only a four-year deal i wish that could have at least been a five-year deal i think four years is a little bit too short but i think that was definitely dax dax own doing he wanted a shorter contract mm-hmm. yeah, dak wanted a shorter contract so when the salary cap keeps going up he could get even more money for his next yep. contract exactly mm-hmm. money hungry dax. yeah because because like Mahomes, what? How many years was he signed for? Like ten. Ten. A while. Yeah, Dak, Dak doesn't want anything to do with that. Well, no. The thing is that Dak says he wants to be a Cowboy for life, but Dak knows that after the four years is up, he can just get another big contract. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's really finessing Jerry. 
<laughs> Along with that, I think the deal's pretty good because I think even though the Cowboys still use their franchise tag on Dak because it was like all part of something that helps save them more cap space, and I think something with the deal is actually really good for their cap. Well, wasn't it if they signed, if they tagged him, then the technically don't they have him for five years now because like the deal will be in place after the tag year. That that's the same thing with Leonard, right? Um, I don't, I don't know, but I think they, they tagged him and then they added money to the first year in his contract. So they pay like most of it in the first year. And then it like is, I don't mm-hmm. know the details, it's but it's like less. 30 something in the couple in the later years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and even recently too, going off the Cowboys, they actually restructured a bunch of their old linemen's deals just to make more cap. So hopefully the Cowboys make some big splashes in free agency, which kind of leads us into our next segment, which is going to be all this week, a uh, bunch of free agent moves. And uh, pretty much our big trade that we have so far is Trent Brown is going to the Pats. Yeah. Um, this is a good deal for the Pats. Kind of good, pretty good deal for the Raiders getting at least something back for him because he he kind of he wanted to go. He's only got one year deal or one year left on his deal. So the win win for both. The Raiders get well, something. The, Raiders the Pats get? get a lineman. I think it was like a fourth or a fifth round pick. But I don't know if it was this year or next year. They, I think they swapped year. some picks. I think. Yeah, they got the Pats got a pick too. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was weird. But yeah, wasn't Trent but, Brown already on the Pats? Now he's going back? No, no, I don't think so. He was a couple years ago, and then he – Yeah, I thought he a, was oh. on the Pats. He either, got, he either signed or got was traded there. Now he's mm-hmm. going back. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Other news coming out of New England today was uh, Cam Newton re-signed for a one, more, uh, one more year in New England. and uh, for, I really like I to think see it. Was, it. Great. Well, you don't like to see or you no, like to I re- see it? I really like to see it. I think that yeah. Cam Newton this season, it looked like he was doing so good in the beginning of the year. Then he got COVID and then he just hit a downward spiral. So I think mm-hmm. this contract gives him another chance to prove himself and to um, really, really show what he's got left in the tank. But, you know, if this if this year isn't it, he's done. Yeah, he's I uh, much called it career. Yeah, I agree. But uh, two things that I heard today when they were talking about it, I think I was on, a, I think it was an NFL Network. But two of the things that I heard was, um, it's good because the Pats do have a good amount of money. They they have no one in the in the receiver room that's anything good besides Jacoby Myers, and they have no tight ends that are good. So yeah. they want to make a they want to make a big splash of free agency for one of those receivers or tight ends. And one of their questions are going to be who's throwing me the ball. So at least it now, if everything goes wrong in free agency or in the draft and they don't get a quarterback or trade for Jimmy G that's that came out. I called that oh, too. Come on. I, I don't called think that gonna trade for Jimmy G anymore. Now that I don't think they will him. either, but yeah, but that, that what's been rumored in the past week, but I think it's good. If the, uh, a concern for a receiver coming in was who's going to throw me, be throwing me the ball. They can say Cam Newman. And just for reference, the Patriots are number three in the NFL with the most cap space at like 64 mm-hmm. million. So they definitely yeah. got enough money to make the big, Sign a big guy. Yeah, absolutely. They have a couple key okay. agents though that they just went yeah. So like that's gonna go mm-hmm. down, but it's still a lot. But it, yeah, but another thing is they they were seven and eight last year, and they had they had uh, Dante Albert, Hightower yeah. uh, sat Albert. out. Stefan Gilmore got hurt in the middle of the year. They and like, he got they COVID been, too. Yeah, they could have been way better last year. I think. Well, not way better, but I think they could have had. Been nine and seven instead of seven and nine if they had all yeah, their guys. For sure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So that's that's probably what they're looking to do this season. 
Yeah. Moving on, today was the first of many big pro days because there's no combine this year, so the pro days are really that much bigger this year. And today was the first – well, the second quarterback, but the first one of March is uh, Trey Lance's uh, pro day was today, and I I had it on when I was doing school this morning, and and he looked really good, like really good, Mm -hmm. way better than I expected. His arm is uh, amazing. He can can hit the deep ball in stride, I think – well, from what I was watching, I think he that he uh, had one incomplete pass, which he threw for about fifteen minutes. Like out of he threw like fifteen minutes to full field, and then he did another like ten to fifteen in the red zone. So one pass and about thirty one drop or one incomplete pass in the, about thirty minutes is pretty good. So yeah, I think it it was really good. There was a lot of uh, the representatives from a lot of different teams. Jeff, Joe Douglas was there. Um, Bears, uh, Matt Nagy was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Mike Mayock was there for the Raiders, and I was <laughs> quite confused because he's not falling to nineteen. Um, and yeah, that was interesting. And another interesting thing is that I that was had originally caught my eye, but mm-hmm. I read something since that I guess clears it. But the the Seahawks GM was there, and I was like, really? At first, I was a little confused, but then I read that. Any big QB pro day that he would he usually goes. So I don't know. Well, hold on. I want to interrupt that. you here, Tommy, to go for a sneak peek of a future episode down the line. Our mock draft episode. What did you? What number pick do you have him going at, Tommy? I have him in the top ten. Uh, I'm just gonna just leave it there. Keep keep it keep it a we'll surprise. It but I have him in the top ten. This is my own curiosity, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, top yeah. ten. I think you think this pro day would boost his stock over Justin Fields' back? Um. That's a good question. I think we got to see Justin Fields pro day first, but right now yeah. I think I read something on Twitter too that is really true. Is you have one, you have your QB one and Trevor Lawrence. That's no question. But then you have your QB two A, two B, and two C in the <laughs> other three because none of them really deserve to be called QB four. Like they're all that good. And yeah. in, in any other class that it's yeah. a weak QB class, these guys would be the first quarterbacks off the board. All four of them. That's yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know. Personally, I'm a Justin Field hater, so I'd say yeah, this definitely too. boosts him. So. <laughs> me three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a anti-Justin Fields podcast here. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, truly, what Tommy said. We gotta wait to see his pro day. And mm-hmm. uh, I would say end of the month. I think Zach Wilson's is before him, like two days. I think. I think, I think Fields is the 26th. Wilson's the 24th, if I can remember correctly, but. Now hold on, a little bit of a side segment. Side segment here. If you said two A, two B, two C, Tommy, for all these quarterbacks, which quarterback, if the Jets were to draft a quarterback, would you rather have out of these quarterbacks? Which uh, it's no question. It's it's Zach Wilson, one hundred percent. There's no no if no and about, about on that. But yeah. would you be unhappy if they got like Trey Lance? I think I. The only way I see the Jets getting Trey Lance, and I wouldn't be against it is if they traded back. Uh, yeah. And, like, because I, the Panthers, they want a quarterback probably. Even yeah. the Eagles might trade up. I don't – that's been a big thing. If I don't and if, I don't think the Eagles would trade up. No. I, I don't think the life. Eagles would trade up. But I, I, I don't know. Who would they so trade weird. up for? Um, I don't know. I've seen I, a lot of things that they could trade draft Lance at six. But yeah, I, I don't I, think I that – yeah. 
probably their that's best. That's probably the most realistic. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing ever. They have they have they got rid of Carson Wentz now just so they could have Jalen Hurts. I don't think they're going to get another quarterback. They're definitely going to get some other, probably a wide receiver. Their owner yeah. said too that Jalen Hurts QB one. So I, I don't yeah. I don't know. I think they stay where they're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Moving onwards, another some other games. We've got Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher have been released. So yeah, from the Chiefs, which is the dumbest thing. It's like wait a minute. Yeah, Eric Fisher go, was the you guy go. who uh, broke his toe in the AFC Championship game, right? Or what did he break? He got yeah, hurt right he before the. Achilles. It was Achilles. Yeah, yeah, that's Achilles what it injury. was. And that was that's right before the Super Bowl. Very hard. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very hard. To very hard from. to come back from. Yeah. So hey, shout they, out Kevin Durant. It's. I, I think it was a good move to cut him because it saved them some cap space. I think, and then that it takes like a year to recover, so he wouldn't even be back for next season. So then he yeah. could be another season. So it's kind of like you gotta do what you gotta do, and then I don't know about Mitchell Swartz. I yeah. I guess, but it's like I really think getting rid of Eric Fisher is just like this is like a cry for help. I it, it, is the Chiefs organization, the Chiefs front office. Were they blind during the Super Bowl? Even if he's injured and it's going to take him a year to recover, I mean, I guess you need the cap space. But did they not see the Chiefs' old line? That that line needs some desperate help, and getting rid of one of your better linemen is not going to solve the problem, even if he's injured. You know, yeah, I, don't, um, I don't think it was the right move. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I think that the Eric Fisher one's all right, but Mitchell Schwartz, he was also out from like the middle of the year. He wasn't he didn't play in the Super Bowl. So you're you're basically banking on an Orlando Brown trade or signing a two two tap two tackles in free yeah. agency because there's no way and their center's a free agent I too. I think um I've I've seen some things that the Chiefs liked Mike Remmers at right tackle because he played there like during the season filling in for Mitchell Schwartz when he was injured, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they they thought he did good. So I saw some things that they might keep him at right tackle, and then I think they would trade do an Orlando Brown trade because he wants to play left. So they just do that. Got Orlando Brown at left and Mike Remmers at right. Yeah, I th- I think the Orlando Brown trade. Now it makes the most sense, but I don't like if you're the Ravens and you're trading an all pro tackle, even if even the problems there, when you have Ronnie Staley at left, you Stanley, you have him at right, but he wants to get traded. But if you're the Ravens and you're trading this all pro tackle, you're going to want a lot of, you're going to want a lot back. And, and if I'm the Ravens, do I really want to get a top first round pick every year or do you really want to get like, and they don't have any like young pieces really to trade to the Ravens that the Ravens would be that intrigued with. And I honestly think if I'm the Ravens, why would I want to give the chiefs who is a, a, a conference rival now? Kind of, Yeah. why would you, I want to give them my all pro tackle. No, I I um, agree with you. It doesn't I, seem I think smart. they won't add in a player in the trade. I think it'd just be picks. Maybe, uh, a first because they have a late first and then like a next year like second something like that but, yeah but you're I, I i don't think because you you think i really i take this jamal adams trade as like a baseline for any trade moving forward because they the seahawks traded two first round picks a third and another player for a safety 
So you got to think a tackle, one of the most important positions on the field on offense, on offense, because you got to protect your quarterback. You're no, there's yeah. no way you're only getting one first. I think it's got to be a it's going to be a big big trade. Well, he said he wanted to play left, and they obviously have Ronnie Stanley. So I don't think the teams are gonna or the Ravens are gonna have so much leverage because he's not gonna play for them. So they kind of just have to like give him up. Yeah. I don't know. But, but that's another thing with – we're getting off topic a little here, but holding out is dumb because you are – you're losing. You're getting fined every week after, like, a certain amount of days. Yeah. So, like, it, it's it's not worth it. That's why if Sean Watson doesn't get traded, he's going to hold out for a little, and he's going to be back eventually before the start of the season. Yeah, the I definitely think so. It's like look at, look at uh, Tom's favorite person, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, pretty much you saw he held out for – an what was it, an entire year, an entire season? Yeah. However long he held out for in Pittsburgh, he went to New York, did absolutely nothing, went to Kansas City, did nothing, and yeah. pretty much he's been on a downward spiral of absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I'd uh, say even, it's pretty detrimental. Like, even just, just – if you look at, in general, people holding out, like, they don't come back and be the same. Like, Melvin Gordon – Held out, right? Yeah, he held out too. I don't know what it is that does something to players that holds out. Like I remember when Zeke first wanted his contract, he was threatening to hold out, and I think he even stopped going to some of the mini camps and stuff like that. And thank God they got the deal done because it would have been such a shit show if uh, mm-hmm. Zeke was like holding out and it was like I'm not gonna play. I'm getting Levy on flashbacks to that, and I just didn't want to deal with that. And I think Dak even at some point was going to start holding out because I think he was like, I think it was over the off season, like doing COVID virtual workouts. He wasn't doing any of those. Yeah, but I like, don't think they were mandatory. People blew that out of water with like a bunch of people who weren't going to the COVID uh, workouts. Cause I don't think they were mandatory. Uh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure Jamal did the same thing before he got traded. I don't know. I mean, I guess, but if you're really those guys, I think it's the, the best thing to do to do for your look it's like all right go to these virtual workouts it's like yeah. best thing mm-hmm. to be a leader yeah. yeah okay moving on and the, probably the second biggest thing that really happened this week was all the all the players that got franchise tagged up uh, the deadline was on was it wednesday it was the ninth so i think it was tuesday uh yeah whenever the, whenever whenever the, the ninth that it was, Monday was on. the DAC deal, I'm pretty sure, and then Tuesday was the deadline. Yeah, anyway, that sounds about right. But the, the notable names were uh, Allen Robinson, obviously. We didn't. I had hopes, but I don't think we all kind of knew he wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> they, Chris they Godwin was. Yeah, they had to. Chris Godwin was kind of a surprising one, just because they could have had three guys that really like you can't question. You could have had Shaq Barrett. You could have had Levante David too. But they gave it to Chris Godwin, so now – well, they re-signed Levante David, so now Shaq Barrett is hitting the open market. But I, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But uh, also, Justin Simmons, again, can't you can't let him go. He's really the – he's the one well, one of two stars on that Broncos defense now with Kind of like Von Miller. The, the Dak situation. They just got to get a deal done with him. Long, yeah. Long term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marcus May with the, my beloved New York Jets. Um <laughs> Yeah, you had to do it too. Yeah, players. Team MVP this year. He's a he's a leader on and off the field. You, you had to keep him, and hopefully they can work out a long term deal uh, coming into this new season. Brennan Sheriff from the uh, Washington football team was kind of a no brainer too. It, yeah, because 
their QB situation is so uh, questionable. You didn't really – you got to keep your, your lineman that you do have there. Mm-hmm. And then big Leo. Josh, you can take this one. How do you feel about that? Um, I was kind of hoping we would get a deal done and not have to franchise tag him because his franchise tag is, like, really expensive, I think. Yeah. For so, me, yeah, he's getting so much from that franchise tag. Yeah, I, like I think it's, like, 19 mil or up, Jeez. something around there, which is a lot. And that means he's probably going to want at least 19 mil per year in his contract, which isn't the best because he's got a couple of uh, free agents that we need to come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we need, we needed to tag him because you can't lose him. We, we traded mm-hmm. for him. Yeah, he was he was a very big part. I of that think it's going to hurt them more in the long run, though, because it's like you said, he's just going to want more money in his contract, and it's like he could have a not so good. Well, if he doesn't have a good year this year, just let him go. But it's like he's you saw what he did to the defense, and you're obviously going to want to sign him, and he's going to want a lot more. So, kind of ends up hurting them that they didn't sign him to a long term deal. Yeah, but but if he uh, but if he does produce like he did last year, I think he's. He's I don't know nineteen mils worth it, but still he's he's worth of a pretty pretty big extension. He played yeah. very well last year. Even if we don't get Dalvin, he's versatile and he can play inside. He's, mm-hmm. He was our edge, so like hopefully come back and get some edges maybe. Yeah. yeah. And to wrap out the franchise tags, we have uh, Marcus Williams who, I mean, the, the Saints are just in such a issue down there that such a pickle. They, yeah, they they can't really offer long term deals there. They kind of have to just tag and hope hope uh, everything goes well from here, and they can cut some of that cap down in the next season to re-sign them long term. But also, but you can also look at the negatives. I'm pretty sure the safety or uh, the safety tag, like how much money they're tagging or how much money they're getting for tag safeties is like 10 mil. So that's another 10 mil to their already negative cap space. For reference, it's like 16 million negative. Yeah. What are you saying, Josh? I was kind of surprised that they tagged them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, me too at first because, like, the Jets are kind of like – could be in for a second safety for free agency. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people were talking about him. So, it was a little bit of a shock. But, I mean, he's not a, he's not a, a like, a, a, a huge free agent name that would be, a yeah. like, the cap – or the, the tag – it's it was surprising, but it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Worth franchise tags are just kind of um, what's it what's the word I'm looking for here? It's uh, nothing too crazy. It's more of just a hey, look, they franchise tagged them, they keep them. You know, pretty much all it is. All right, so everyone, we're gonna take a quick break from here, and we're gonna come back with some free agent predictions. Okay, everyone, so for this next segment, we're just sort of going to do some rapid-fire predictions, stuff like that, on, like, the biggest free agent names and uh, where where we think we're going to – where the, where we think they're going to go. So, Josh, starting it off first, Shaq Barrett, who you got? Uh, I think Shaq Barrett's going to go back to the Bucks. Brady just uh, got a new contract that was team-friendly, gave him some more cap space. Mike Evans said he'll take a pay cut. I'm sure there's other people that will take pay cuts too. They they want to stay together as a team and go take another shot, try to go back to back in another Super Bowl. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I, yeah, I agree. I I, put, I didn't want to be boring and go uh, back to the Bucks, but I just don't really see him going anywhere else. I like Josh said, they they 
want to ring last year. They want to stick together. I think people will be willing to take pay cuts. Yeah. So uh, Tom Brady just did. And if you if if Tom Brady's taking a pay cut to win more Super Bowls, then I think uh, more till the it's like follow the leader. Everyone else will. Yeah. So yeah, I have Shaq Barrett going back to the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, number two, Tommy Kenny Galladay. Who you got? Uh, it pains to say this, but oh god, we, I I think the, uh, they just cut Kevin Zeitler. I think they're gonna cut a couple more people. Probably not re-sign oh. Dalvin Tomlinson. Oh. I think Kenny Galladay is gonna be playing in New York, not in green, but in oh, big, big blue. Big blue. Oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have the, I have Kenny Galladay going to the New York Giants. That is not no. I think uh, Kenny Galladay is also going to go to the Giants because Danny Dimes, his um, his best trait is his deep ball, and we we need a big physical receiver like him. I thought his just... best trait was running. <laughs> no, no, he, he's 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 a top five deep ball thrower in the league uh-huh. this year. Yeah, this year, check the stats, and okay. um, so you got to get someone that the receiver that fits that. Kenny Galladay is perfect. I. The, you could always find a way to get more cap space, and uh, I think the Giants are going to do that. Right before, Runk, if you're making your prediction, I want to say something. Uh, the uh, I was going to say the the Jets, just just to be biased, but I don't. Kenny Galladay doesn't fit the scheme that the Jets want to run, and I thought that I thought they'll definitely offer him, but I don't think like I think other receivers down the list will be more. Uh, efficient in this offense. That's why I didn't say Jets for Kenny Galladay. Okay, next name. Trent Williams. Who you got? Anyone? Let's go. Um I I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they have to. Yeah. Yeah. I think, they definitely I have think to. they're gonna cut they're gonna cut some more people and free up some more cap. Even even didn't didn't Mahomes just restructure his contract a little? I think so. I'm pretty sure today he did that. So I think I don't because like we said before, I don't think Orlando Brown. The I don't think the Ravens are going to trade Orlando Brown. Period. If they do, it's definitely not going to be to the Chiefs. So mm-hmm. I'm going. They got they got to get someone, and it's either Trent Williams or Alejandro Villanueva, and I I think they're going to go big. Uh, Balls out yeah, and go uh, for Trent Williams. Honestly, think, that sounds like the smartest thing, Sergish. That's that's a good point. I haven't seen that one before, but um, I haven't – my point, I think either the, the Jaguars, because they have a lot of caps, so I think they might just throw tons of money at him, overpay a little bit, but he's a, one of the best tackles in the league. Got to protect uh, franchise quarterback Trevor. That's <laughs> – I think he's going to the Jags. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see that too. Any anyone who needs um uh lineman's uh, gonna be uh throwing some money. Wait, no wait. They just franchise tag Cam Robinson. Yeah, they did. They could slide <laughs> him to right tackle. They could slide him to right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving onward, the man, Aaron Jones. What do we got? Running back. You, you you going Josh or me? No, you got it, Tom. Um, I'm going. Uh, I'm going with the uh, Miami Dolphins here. I I think 
they need playmakers around Tua. What better one than Aaron Jones? If if the Packers didn't franchise tag him, I really don't think they're going to bring him back. I, I just don't yeah. see it. And the Dolphins have a lot of money. Like I said, they need to f- uh, surround Tua with the best playmakers, no matter what, if it's receiver or running back. And I think instead of – because a lot of people are mocking either Najee or – Travis Etienne to the Dolphins at 19, or what What are they picking at? Not 19, 18, I think. 18, 18 yeah. 18. Yeah, that's but I, I just don't, I just don't see that's the best case scenario for them. I think they should pick a line at, at that spot, but, and I think they should get a, a top 10, arguably running back in the league through Aaron free Jones. agency. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Totally agree with you. Uh, I was thinking going back to the Packers, but I was, I'm switching it up and I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. Add a little uh, bit more dynamic to their offense. Aaron Jones is good at catching the ball at the backfield. Him with Kyler yeah. Murray, some some read option. I don't know. I think it'd be. <laughs> I think it'd be nice. It'd be good. Uh, yeah. Tommy, I thought the Jets were trying to sign him. Um, I don't. Uh, again, that everyone rumors everyone to the Jets right now because they have <laughs> a lot of money. So I, I, yeah. I don't think they would. Uh, I don't think they would. I think I, I like LaMichael P. Ryan a lot, but I think they, I think our best, the Jets' best opportunity is to draft another running back, which could be controversial because we just drafted one last year. But I think that 23 they is draft. a stretch, but I think LaMichael P. Ryan in like the, the fifth round or fourth round, the running back out of Florida. Probably, probably the but, best to draft the running back in the second. Yeah, second round, that 30, number 34. But, um, a lot of people are high on Marlon Mack and on Jets Twitter it, coming back from an Achilles tear. So I don't know about that one, but he's set to hit the open market as well. So maybe Marlon Mack, not Aaron Jones. I don't, mm. I don't really, I don't really want Aaron Jones because the last free running back we, uh, we uh, went for uh, didn't work out too well. So obviously I think Aaron Jones is coming off way better the season than Le- Le'Veon Bell, but <laughs> Um, still, I'm not. I'm not high on this, signing a big tier running back. Yeah, uh, let's see here. We have next Hunter Henry. Let's see. I think I'm gonna make my first prediction here, and I think that he is going to. Of course, my first prediction is the most boring one, but I think he's gonna stay with the Chargers. I mean, makes the most sense. I think he's gonna be just resign with them. That's a that's a good pick there, Unc. But I'm gonna. Uh... Agree to disagree. I, I think he's going to the New England Patriots, which I want nothing par, uh, nothing to do with as a Jets fan. But we we've seen it with Gronk, the the uh, even Aaron Hernandez, the the Patriots <laughs> value their tight ends so so heavily, and uh, they add the top one in the uh, in the in the free agent class here with Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. Josh, what do you think? Uh, I was thinking the same thing. They need playmakers. Hunter Henry, he's a good leader. They yeah. get um, if they draft maybe like a tight end, Brevin Jordan. Mm-hmm. He could mentor him. Yeah, um, he could be a mentor for the receivers too. I think it'd be a good pickup for the Patriots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Next, next, next spot. My true first prediction here. We have Juju Smith-Schuster. There's no other place but that he could go than N. Why see New York City Jets, 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 J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. That's where you're he's saying, going. You're Jets. saying that just to make me mad, aren't you? <laughs> he's going to the Jets. Simple as that. 
No, uh, it's my actual prediction, not just to make you mad. It makes sense. Uh, Jets, who, who's the Jets wide receivers? Cricket noise plays. With the juju is a slot receiver, and we have a good slot receiver in Jamison Crowder. So I do not want it unless we cut Crowder, which would save 10 mil, but I, I like. Crowder, Cut Crowder, but... use that money on Juju. I don't know. Yeah, Juju's just, uh, like the most a... likable dude in the NFL. Like everyone. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not anymore. yeah, no. <laughs> Screw Juju. I hate Juju. But yeah, that's but... why he's. It, that's why he fit in so perfectly in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, everyone hates <laughs> New York besides <laughs> New York fans. But uh, I just, I, I could see it to the Jets, but that only if they cut Crowder. Which is an upgrade there, but I still like Crowder. But I'm going to him. I'm going to take or going to have the Colts signing Juju Smith-Schuster because I, I don't as a lot of people in the NFL do watch Michael Pittman Jr. and I uh, like him on YouTube and I love Michael Pittman Jr. and I think I've watched all his highlights from USC and I think he's he, they kind of had him in the slot most of the year last year and I don't think that's really his natural fit. He can. He can uh, go up and get the football. I think he's better on the outside. but And I think Juju, if you put Michael Pittman on the outside and Juju in the slot, I think you got a nice pair there for um, for Carson Wentz. To, you got two good receivers for him to throw the ball to, and you got your two good running backs in uh, Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor, and I think you got something going there. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Good take. I don't want to be boring, so I'm going to say he's going to the Dolphins. The Dolphins need to get Tua some more playmakers. Devontae Parker, he's like their only one, so add Juju to the mix. You may might have something going. Got to help Tua out. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, let's see here. After that, oh, Will, Fu- Will Fuller. Let's see. He's next up. Um, Tommy, what you got? I got him going to uh, the Washington football team. You got to – if you imagine having the speed of both Terry McLaurin and Will Fuller, I think that would be deadly, and it would be a real uh, trouble for some uh, secondaries in the league. And again, your quarterback position is iffy if it's the the Henny God himself, Tyler Henneke, not the third Henny God. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think you gotta if it's Mac Jones, they trust him. I you gotta surround whoever it is with weapons because it's not the best receiving room in the uh, in the NFL. That's for sure. Josh, um, I think Will Fuller is going to go to the the Patriots because they got all their opt outs coming back. They were seven and nine. I think Cam Newton they just resigned them. They they could definitely make the playoffs. And Will Fuller, they need more weapons on the outside. Cam Newton to throw the ball to because he didn't really have anyone to throw to. That's why his passing numbers weren't so good. But I think coming back. Can with one more offseason, he'll improve the throwing and be able to throw to Will Fuller. Nah, I think he's going to the Panthers. Panthers need a guy like that. He's going to go to the Panthers. The Panthers? The yeah. Panthers don't need. Uh, I, I mean, they, they need him. Samuel, but they have two good receivers. I feel like if they're, they want the receiver, they'll just resign Chris Samuel. Yeah. I don't, I don't I see why you'd bring in a new one. Mm-hmm. Nah, they need a new one. That's my pick. You guys just wait and watch. You'll be you, you won't be laughing when he goes there. <laughs> Let's see. All right, Richard bold. Sherman. Richard Sherman. Um, I feel like sort of like what Tommy says with the Jets. I feel like anytime there's a big guy, someone always talks about it with the Cowboys. But 
sadly, I don't think Richard Sherman's going to go to the Cowboys. It's such a shame. But that's my pick. Richard Sherman's Cowboys. going to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, it would be great. Cowboys need some defensive help. If we're going bias here, which I, I agree, I'm also going bias. I'm having <laughs> Richard Sherman go into the uh, the New York Jets, the New York football <laughs> Jets. It, it just it makes sense if Sherman is kind of, is on the decline, but the Jet or the Jets need a corner one coming back and playing one a couple more years with Robert Sala doesn't sound terrible. I'm saying all Richard Sherman does is praise Robert Sala. If, if it's on Instagram, Twitter, if he's in a, if he's getting yeah. interviewed, all he does is praise Robert Sala and it just makes some. Yeah. This, this sense. one honestly makes a lot of sense for him to go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. You go, but I have him going to the Denver Broncos. They recently cut AJ Boye. They don't have any corners. They, mm. If they, they could draft a guy like Caleb Farley, but who's going to play on the alpha side of him? And Richard Sherman could also be a good mentor for him. Maybe mm. like a one-year contract. That's a good – that's a very good take. I like that take. Yeah, great take, great take. Let's see. Moving on, we have Corey Davis. I think, Josh, you had him in fantasy, didn't you? Or was it someone no, else? I, I had A.J. Brown. Oh, anyways, Corey Davis. Tom, what you got? I have him going to the Baltimore Ravens because uh sorry I said that weird but that we all seen it Lamar Lamar doesn't got doesn't have anyone to throw to besides Marquise Brown and he has some uh, rocks his hands sometimes so I'm saying Corey Davis get a get a nice deep threat for a uh, for a uh, Lamar yeah make him a better I, thrower I agree with that I think they need a Nice big body receiver like him. Lamar could just throw it up. He's not as bad as a passer as everyone thinks. He just doesn't got the weapons. So give him the weapons and see how he really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely for sure. All right, let's see. Number 10 here, we got Melvin Ingram. The guy we were talking about earlier held out. Now he's a free agent. I'm going to start off. Uh, man, I'm so boring today. But I think he's going to sign off with the Broncos again. It's like the Broncos could use him. It's like what? So what? What's so funny? <laughs> you're, These are two different people. You're thinking of Melvin Gordon. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's a, he's an edge on the Chargers. I'm retiring. Yeah. This is such a shame. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I'm like, why are you guys laughing at me? It's so funny. <laughs> uh, first first blooper of the of the Sports Basement podcast. No, we've, we've had other ones, Tom. They just, okay. Don't you remember when we first started? Yeah, the first I one know. that we'll keep in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Oh, my God. Tommy, you just take it away. <laughs> Love that stuff down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna have Melvin Ingram going to the uh, Cleveland Browns. They they need some uh, D line help on the other side of uh, Miles Garrett. I don't think they go big for Shaq Barrett, and I think uh, they kind of want to. I feel like they a big, more like a big body guy. Melvin Ingram is kind of that. He can he he rushes the passer very well, and uh, I also think they want a little bit more veteran experience there. So I'm going to uh, Melvin Ingram to the Browns. Yeah, I think Melvin Ingram is going to go to the Las Vegas Raiders because they need to pass for us because they don't like the blitz, their defense coordinator. So they need as many guys as they can. He could he could go in there, 
be rotational if they need because they they could draft one too because they just always rush for. They could be a good fit. Hmm. <sighs> <laughs> All right. After that, moving on. Number eleven. Let's see. We got Corey Lindsley. Tommy. Uh, I read Corey Lindsley going to the uh, Chargers because uh, they need a uh, need line help. They, they, if you, they, there's everyone placed the one clip of uh, they were on like the, the three or four yard line and and none of the linemen blocked for Herbert and it's 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 a, it's a meme but it's very funny. Um, but so I think they got to bolster that line. I think they can address tackle in the draft and I think they go interior through free agency with Corey Lindsley, who was very good last year. Yeah. Josh, what you got? I agree. I think they um, also get Corey Lindsley to the, the Chargers because they need to protect Herbert. They can't have him get injured like Joe Burrow did. You don't want to take that risk. you got to protect your franchise quarterback. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. That sounds good. Let's see here. Moving on, we got Bud Dupree next. So? Um, I'll go. I got Bud Dupree going to the Seahawks because – I mean, I don't see them protecting Russell Wilson in this free agency class because I just I don't uh don't think they will. I think mm-hmm. they have to get some more defensive help because uh, their best uh, blitzer seems to be uh our blitz boy himself, Jamal Adams. So I think they need help on the edge and Bud Dupree's that guy. Yeah, I think Bud Dupree's gonna come on like a one year prove it deal, come back from the ACL to the Giants. We need some edge. Uh, I think he won't be too expensive because he tore that ACL, so I think we'll be able to afford him. Okay, okay. Yeah. With this logic, I think he's going to go to the Cowboys. Just just <laughs> saying – say hypothetically, though, right? Cowboys, they need uh, some other guy to help take pressure off the Marcus Lawrence, and I think it would be something great to help that atrocious defense, so – that's my pick. That's, that's my pick. Okay, uh, let's see. We got Joe Thune next. Tom? If we're sticking in the bias category, well, I already had it written down, but Joe Thune's going to the Jets. I, I I, would be stunned if Joe Thune is not in green next year because before last year – or before, before we got tagged last year, it was almost like a set-in-stone thing that Joe Thune was going to be a New York Jet – and he's a perfect Joe Douglas guy. We need help at guard. So I think uh, we get Joe Tooney. I think you should get Steal his him. senses straight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Joe Tooney's going to go to the Cincinnati Bengals. Hate to say it, but uh, I think he's going to go there. I feel like they're going to spend big on offensive line and they got to protect Burrow. Yeah, they definitely have to protect him after that terrible knee injury. His knee literally mm-hmm. died. So it's great, great really picks, good. everyone. Uh, let's see, Marvin Jones Jr. up next. Thomas. Um, I am. Uh, I'm having Marvin Jones Jr. go to the uh, the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I was blanking out on their uh, city for some some uh, odd reason, but yeah, I think give Kyler one more weapon. Have him in a. Uh, him and uh, D Hop on the outside would just be very good, and he's a he's another one who can go up and get the football, deep ball guy, got some nice speed on him. Uh, Andy Isabella could be in the slot if they want. Christian Kirk could even go in the slot. I think I think that they're setting up for a nice offense there. Yeah, 
I think uh, Marvin Jones is going to go to the Indianapolis Colts. I, they need the receivers. I don't think they're going to get a big guy like Juju or any of that. And I think they're going to get Marvin Jones. He's very underrated. He was the Lions' best receiver with Kenny Galladay hurt. He did really good, I think, going to the Colts. <clears throat> Smart, everyone. And uh, let's see, 15 here. We got William Jackson, the third. Tom? Yeah, I got, uh, I got William Jackson. I think Luke would love this if he re-signs with the Bengals. I, they, their defense is just really as bad as their offense. And uh, they, need <laughs> keep, they, they need to keep him around. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think... William Jackson's going to go to the 49ers. Right now, they don't have any cornerbacks on their roster. I think they're going to sign them because they need they need someone. Yeah, smart. Uh, let's see. So that was number 15. All right, everyone, we're going to take a quick break here, and um, we'll catch you in a little bit. Okay, everyone, so we're back. We're going to finish off our lists here, and we're going to get right back into it. Matt Judon. Tommy, let's do this. Um, I got – Again, being biased here, I think I got I got Matt Judon to the Jets. They need edge. Um, I think I think a lot of people are going to want to play for Robert Sala and defensive guys, especially. So, yeah, Matt Judon to the Jets. Okay, I have Matt Judon going to the Tennessee Titans. They need to improve that pass rush. Wasn't getting it done last year. Clowney was all right, but I think Judon would be a upgrade. Mm-hmm. All right, next we got Yannick Ngakwe. Tom. I have am going to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, they need defense too, and especially with uh, Kyle Van Noy gone, they need to get get someone else there to lead the defense. And I don't think Yannick's a great leader, but big, yeah. big, big player. It's more help. I think mm-hmm. Yannick is going to resign because the Ravens just traded for him. I don't, I don't see them letting go of him. They got. Mm-hmm. I think they do anything to get him back. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, let's see. Next, we got who we were just talking about, Javian Clowney. Um, like Josh said before, with uh, Melvin Ingram, I think uh, I have them going with uh, I have Javian Clowney going to the Raiders. A bigger, bigger guy can probably move around that D line a lot because that's what their defensive coordinator likes to do, and they mm-hmm. they, they definitely need edge. Yeah, I have Clowney going to the Dolphins. I feel like they take a gamble on him. Brian Flora is a good coach. I think they could turn him into a good edge. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Uh, let's see here. Next, we got Carl Lawson. I got Carl Lawson going to the Jags. Pair him up with uh, Miles Jack, and I think he got a, a pretty good D line there. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Carl Lawson's going to go to the New York Jets. Town. I feel like the the Jets they need some pass rush. Carl Lawson. I feel like you would outbid the Bengals. Would it? want to get out of there go to the yeah. test yeah that's been rumored a lot let's see next we got next up we got curtis samuel you go josh uh this is a tough one i i feel like football team might go for him they need another guy next to mclaurin they could use him out of the backfield to mix it up i mean they got antonio gibson but he's not a he's not a three down back i don't think yeah, I got a, uh, I got my, I got Curtis Samuel coming to the uh, uh, New York Jets too because we uh, we seen the Shanahan offense that uh, that um, blanking out. 
The Shanahan offense uses yeah Lafleur. The Shanahan offense uses a lot of uh like positionless players like Brandon Ayuk and um, Debo Samuel and that Curtis Samuel is exactly that he can. Like Josh said, he can come out of the backfield. He can uh, run some jet sweeps. He can run after the catch, and I think he would be a perfect fit for this Shanahan offense. Mm. All right, next up we got Alejandro Villanueva. My Who guy, Army grad, Army alum, former Army tight end, my guy. Uh, um, I have him going to the Chicago Bears because they need a – protect Trubisky and lines one of their biggins need. And he's also a big, a big lineman who can uh, really uh, thrive in their power run offense. Mm. Yeah. You know, pretty much any team that needs a lineman is going to go after him. Yeah. Also like, the Colts could, because they, Costanza is retiring. Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to go to the Colts. Need to fill that spot. They just got Carson Wentz. Got to protect him. They have a good line. Anybody yeah. they put there, I think will do good, but Villanueva's, He's good. One last run. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next up, we have Shaq Griffin. I have him resigning. Yeah. They need they need to just keep their defense of what what they have there. They need to keep it together. And Jamal can't run that secondary because, like I said, a lot of times he can't drop back in coverage. So clearly he's struggling. Needs yeah. need every guy they get. Yeah. Cooper Cup yeah. made him his son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he's also going to re-sign back to Seattle. They need their corners. Yeah, nothing much boring stuff. All right, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Uh, I have Kenyon Drake going to Green Bay to be Aaron Jones' replacement. They, you got to fill that hole somewhere. And Kenyon Drake, he's shown that he has the uh, he has big playability. He can put up some nice yards, and uh, I think he he'll replace Aaron Jones in uh, Green Bay. Okay, okay. Um, I think uh, this is this is tough on. Uh, what about the what about that guy that the Packers drafted? AJ Dillon. Yeah, he was good. Um, power back, but they need someone more to. They need a speedster. I think he goes. Jamal Williams is also a free agent. Falcons, Falcons, you said, Josh. Yeah, I think he'll go to the Falcons. They they need a big hole at running back. They might draft one, but I think you go there. Yeah, smart, smart. Uh, nearing the end of our list, another former Cardinal. We got Patrick Peterson. I got Pat P going to uh, the Niners because so they're losing Richard Sherman most likely, and they might also lose K1 Williams. So filling a big hole there, they might uh, uh, they might draft a corner, but they still need they need three corners on the field. So. Yeah, they get, they get Pat Pete in, in the last years of his career. Yeah, Pat Pete. Feel like he'll go to the Panthers. They don't really have much at corner. I don't think Troy Pride, rookie. Yeah. They need they need some more corners, more depth, rotational, mm-hmm. maybe a a mentor for that yeah. young defense. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Chris Carson is up next. And um, Tom, what you think? I have him re-signing with Seattle. It's boring, but I don't. <laughs> I don't really see him going anywhere. And he he's got a lot of injury problems, so I don't think a lot of teams will bid high. Yeah. Yeah. There's not really much anywhere anywhere for him to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe go to the Cardinals to replace Kenyon Drake. But that's if he leaves. The Cardinals yeah. could then go and resign him. So I don't know. It's, it seems like the safest bet for him is to just resign with Seattle. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yes. The man, Jameis Winston. Let's see. Yeah. Jameis crab legs. <laughs> everyone loves the good. Everyone loves Jameis. But uh, I, I have him. I'm being boring, but I got him resigning with the Saints because, again, their QB uh, situation is going to be a, a blur if Drew Brees does, in fact, retire. And so I think it honestly could be a three-person race with Jameis, Taysom, and even if they draft the quarterback, I think Kellen Mond in, like, the second or third round could be very good with them or for them. A lot of people are high on Kellen Mond late in the draft. I think he'll also go to the Saints. I don't see Drew Brees, you know, coming back. He's he's done. And yeah. He ain't their future. He's He's old himself. It's like 31, 32. Damn. Mm-hmm. The new is that old? Yeah, yeah. Is. Shout out Madden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty much all we got. I, I agree with you guys completely. I think he's going to go to the Saints. Uh, let, let's see. Next up, part of the Steelers, Steelers crew, we got James Conner. What do we got? Uh, again, being boring, I just – I got him re-signing. This, this, like, like it's preached, running back is the most – it's the uh, it's, least it's, valuable. Yeah, the least valuable position most on the field. Most replaceable. Most replaceable. Yeah, you look how like Salvin Ahmed, who no one ever heard of him, or even Miles Gaskin in the Dolphins. They exactly. both pretty much thrived last year. You just put a good O line in front of a running back, and they'll be fine. And I just don't think anyone's gonna bid high on James Conner, also because I don't think he's amazing. Yeah, Agreed. I don't think he's amazing either. But uh, I'd say he'll go on a cheap deal to the Pats. Mm. Cheap deal, mm. maybe one one two year contract for the Patriots. Uh, James White, he's a free agent. Rex Burkhead, he's old. All they got Sony Michelle, and he was all right. I mean, Damian Harris, he was he was all right too. But uh, James Conner, I think. Uh, yeah, James Conner could make a make a good splash. Actually, going on to another running back here is yeah. uh, Todd Gurley. So, I'm Josh, you can go. Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Todd Gurley. All right, Todd I'll Gurley go, is going to the Bengals. That's my pick. Bengals what? need a running back. And no, they, they, got, don't. They, got, they got some cap space. They need a running back, Tommy. They have Joe Gurley. Mixon. They and need they a running back. Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> oh, another oh, another I'm, one I'm, could spice up the drama. So Todd Gurley, Bengals, that's my pick. I can either I have him going back to the Falcons, but like Josh said, I can see him going on a cheap deal too to uh the Pats or some 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 uh so I can see him going to a cheap deal to some uh Maybe some team a, low in the cap that need a running back. Yeah, cheap deal to the to the bill. I don't. Maybe maybe they could get um what Todd Gurley was like before he went downhill. Yeah. Okay. All right, next up, we got Keanu Neal. Um, I'm, I have a, written down, I have Keanu Neal it, to the Jets if they still have enough money because I've predicted them a, a lot here. But yeah, uh, they have a lot of – they have the second most cap. And uh, the Jets need uh, help in the back, back end of their defense and uh, pairing Keanu Neal and Marcus May back up. And Joe Douglas loves his Florida guys for some reason. So, I, uh, I'm uh, – 
predicting Keanu Neal to go back or go to the New York Jets. I think Keanu Neal is going to go to the Dallas Cowboys. I hate to say it, but secondary is the worst part of the team. They need they need a safety. You can fill yes, in that spot. Sir. Agreed. Agreed. About time Cowboys spending some money. Great, great pick. Great pick. Um, Josh, did you want to talk about um, anyone else? Uh, Kevin Zeitler was just cut by the Giants. I think he's a pretty good guard, played good for the Giants. Um, I think he'll go to the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Chiefs. Got to protect Trevor and – or he could find the Chiefs could find a way to get some money. I feel like I might take a, a little contract because there's just I feel like guards easily replaceable. Yeah, so I, I think I think he might go on a cheap deal. The Chiefs who might want to win a championship. Hmm. All right, everyone. Yeah, I, I agree. That's been it. It's uh that's pretty much our NFL free agency stuff like that. Agreed. It's great stuff, everyone. And uh, we'll catch you here next week. So, see so, yeah. Well, 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 just a side note: next week's episode is going to be on Wednesday, not Friday. Just, a, yep. just an update. Yep. <laughs> be ready. Hold on to your horses, and uh, yeah. catch. It's been real.